Welcome to Make Your Life Magnificent with coaches Jackie and Mimi, co-founders of The Resting Mind. We're keeping it real with Generation X women talking about the stuff that keeps you up at night. From managing the demands of your career to finding happiness in your life and everything in between. Each week, we'll help you close the gap between your conscious goals, the results you want to achieve, and your subconscious settings, your thoughts and beliefs, by sharing tools and strategies based in brain science and energy. Welcome to our summer short series, where each week, Jackie and I talk off the cuff about a single idea, quote, concept, inspiration, or current event. Ah, summer. Time to kick back and relax by the pool. Oh, wait, you may be thinking you've got to be kidding me. Being in a bathing suit in front of people is my worst nightmare. I get it. I, Mimi, don't even own a pair of shorts. In this week's episode, we talk about why we're still letting our body image get in the way of having a good time. Hey, Jackie. Hey, Mimi. Hello, hello, and hello, ladies. Welcome to this week's Summer Short. We're excited that you're here with us, and we are talking all about body image. Actually, I wanted to name this Summer Shorts, Why You Don't Wear Shorts and Other Body Image That's things. a great idea. <laughs> well, I don't wear shorts. I know you don't, but Ever. I thought you didn't wear shorts because you're kind of a girly girl. I didn't think it was a oh. body image thing. Yeah, well, it's a little bit of both. So funny story, actually. So if you know... Uh, I'm always pretty dressed, I guess, but I feel comfortable, right? And so the other day, I'm either dressed or I'm in pajamas. Like, right. that's my... And so the other day, I was home, and I'm staying with my mom and dad right now, because my dad is still recovering, and I was wearing a dress. And my dad goes, you know, why do you get a dress, wear a dress every day? I said, because I'm comfortable. He goes, well, it looks like you've got... You're all dressed up, and you've got no place to go. <laughs> oh, dad, <laughs> calling it like he sees it. That was funny, but I like to be dressed. Like even on a Monday when I don't really have meetings or clients, I'll get dressed. I put my makeup on, but it makes me feel good, you know. So, it's, so uh, I get, I totally. Yeah. That's totally me. Me, and I'm kind of in between both. Mm-hmm. There are so there's this. I like to feel put together when I'm working, but there are days where I don't have any meetings and I have a lot of behind the scenes and building stuff to do. And there's there's this beauty and comfort in staying in comfy clothes or putting comfy clothes on to be mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm like the mad scientist yeah. behind the scenes mm-hmm. so it's almost a psychological shift for me where when I'm with clients and when I'm doing external work I'm really I like to be put together it makes me feel good it makes right. me feel like I'm connected it makes me feel like I'm professional and then when I'm doing content creation or strategy behind the scenes stuff. I'm like, ha, ah, mad scientist. Ooh, yeah. yeah. No makeup. Well, I never really go make no makeup. I'll put like mascara on and like comfy clothes. No, I don't even wear sweatpants. Although sometimes I'll wear like my workout outfit all day. Mm-hmm. But I don't really wear sweatpants. But um, just comfy clothes. And it's yeah. funny how... how well, I do sometimes on a Saturday. I usually work on Saturdays. But what I love about Saturday mornings is I'll stay in my my pajamas for a while and work and I yeah. love that yeah and that feels, feels good that feels, feels really, really good. good but yeah I don't own shorts because I've always felt incredibly self-conscious about my thighs especially the front of my thighs and so where shorts hit I just feel is like the least flattering piece of my body and I've gotten over it um 
in a lot of ways. I'm tall. I'm, I'm pretty tall. I'm five, almost five nine. And I'm not tiny. Like I'm pretty shapely. Um, although they're, you know, a medium size, I guess. But as a child or a teen, you know, a preteen, I grew up very early. So I always felt like a little self-conscious because I always felt bigger than the rest of the mm. people in my class. So that was a piece of it. And I never had a teeny tiny body. So, you know, some kids, they become teenagers and they're just naturally really tiny. But I always had to work at dieting. And I can remember like dieting was a big piece of my upbringing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, doing like the grapefruit diet, aging myself, all of that kind of stuff. So I always felt very self-conscious about the way I looked. Um, and I remember when I was in high school, like a freshman, there, I had a friend and, and I kind of air quote, and she was tiny. And I remember once she said to me, you look like the fat lady at the beach, like your legs look like. And I, that's the end of it for you. That was the, I was always self-conscious about my thighs. Like I said, but to me that we always talk about fact and fiction, that was the truth. And I have taken that probably for a long time. Like I look at myself in the mirror, I can wear a bathing suit because there are parts of my body that I really like and I'm not, you know, I feel good about it, but that comment stayed with me for so so long and the interesting thing is just very recently I think a couple of things I think body positivity has become a very positive thing in recent years and something interesting happened the other day for me there's a woman that I know through the coaching community and we're we're friends on Facebook she's stunning and she's shapely like she actually we have very similar figure and she posted pictures of her self on vacation and I was like she looks amazing and then there was one shot and I'm like oh my god she's got the same legs as me and I thought to myself look at that like I'm admiring her shape and I think she's amazing and yet this one's got the almost identical shape as I do and it really it was a mindset shift in in so many ways. Yeah. So so that's my story. But I, I wonder how many people can relate to that. I you know I think I think many women can relate to that. And there's you know when people look at me, I am smaller. I'm mm-hmm. built smaller. I've always been built smaller. And I I work out and I eat right and all of that stuff. And I will go in a bathing suit. I will wear clothes, but I never feel skinny really that, i'm never shocked by that because you're skinny so, to me you're so i tiny. never feel skinny really and actually like See, really have a hard time really have a hard time with it and it's not i think the difference is i don't let it stop me mm-hmm. because i because i just want to be able to go swimming and not yeah. give a crap but there is an entire dialogue that i have with myself before I get into bathing suits in front of people I know. It's an entire dialogue. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just an entire yeah. dialogue. And it has nothing... And, and it's funny because I don't look at other people's bodies negatively. Like, I don't look at somebody and say, oh, she's big, or oh, right, her right. thighs, or oh, her arms. Or, so why do we not, do this to ourselves? Like, we, I do it for myself. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just... Uh, for me, I've always, so I've always had big thighs 
I grew up. I was when I was young. I was tiny, like toothpick. I had legs like my daughter, Peyton, mm. but they Peyton weren't long. Peyton's but they were tiny, beautiful legs. Then I started horseback riding, and I got very muscular legs mm-hmm. from horseback riding. And then from muscular legs, they were they were then always bigger. Mm-hmm. They were always thicker from that experience. For you know, I rode for ten years, and. In my mind, all I see are my thighs. To that point, mm-hmm. all I see my thighs, my back, and my legs. The, the you know, like I just the whole nine yards. Yeah, and I think the reason why we're having this conversation today is because I don't. I, I, I want everyone to. We want everyone to love their body, but we also want you to know that if you have these conversations with yourself. You are not alone. No, you're and not I think alone. That's like the big I think, thing. yeah, like I see myself from that teenager that heard that comment and really took it as the truth to someone now who just doesn't like to wear shorts just because I'd rather wear a dress. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm bigger than I have been in a while, I guess, but I don't mind. Like now I enjoy being shapely. I really do. That doesn't bother me. And so I, when I am like putting a bathing suit on, I will kind of, not that it stops me in my tracks. I'm like, the thought will pop in my head. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, yeah, well, it's okay. the way it is. It's the way it is. It's, it's yeah. so, and I'm, you know, I think the whole message to ladies is if, if there is something about yourself, and it doesn't have to be, I mean, if it's physical. We're talking a lot about physical here, but it could be anything. And if that's the case, like, just don't let it stop you. So it's, yeah, um, don't let it stop yeah. you. And the other thing is also, I was listening to a podcast earlier and I'm like, I have kind of thought about this, but I never really thought about it from this perspective. This woman, um, she was actually, she is a professional bra fitter, right? And it's like, and she says so many women come with such shame about their breasts because especially, this is really interesting. She said that the typical size is like a G, (laughs) right? Says the girl with the A's. Yeah, Right. But she said, like, and so people feel so much shame because in the store, you can really only get to, like, a double D. And she said the average size in her experience, and she does this for a living. Now, mind you, she, you know, she probably works in a boutique, but are these larger sizes, right? And so she said there's so much shame around it. And she said something to the fact that she realized at one point she was living in such a privileged body. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, so am I. Like, you know, I'm complaining that I've got cellulite on the front of my thighs, and yet I've got legs at work. My, I have always been healthy. Right. Always. Absolutely. I've never had, you know, I've been through a lot in my life. Good health is one of the things I've always been blessed with, and you take for granted sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's like, what am I complaining about? I, it does, it, but it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, it does. It absolutely does. But in our mind... In our minds... Right, it's a negativity it's, bias. It's, right? It's, right. it's exactly how our brains go. You hear one thing, we attach it as the truth, or we believe one thing about ourselves and it's always going to come up. So if I put something on and I feel like, wow, my arms look really good, my waist looks really good, I always go to my thighs and I'm like... Right. Right. Yeah. It's just... I can, instead of just absorbing where I feel really good, right. I fo- you focus in on where you don't. Yeah, and it's so funny about body image because my daughter, she's twelve, and you know this is a very sensitive time for uh-huh. girls, right? right? Especially, for all kids, especially girls. And when she was, she so my daughter modeled her whole life, and or not her whole life, but since she's been seven, and she wore ponytails for a long time. 
And one of the stylists said to her, you really should stop wearing ponytails so tight because it's pulling your hairline back. Okay. And, you know, you, you just just to, to, you know, not do that. You probably shouldn't do that. And she didn't listen. It's fine. And now she's very insecure about her forehead. And is that fun? do you think it was because of that? It may have been. It may have just drawn attention to the fact that somewhere right. embedded in her subconscious. So now when she takes a picture, she's always like, "Does my forehead look big?" Oh, see how that's and it's interesting. And so here's another one, which is my fault. She has very square feet. She's always had square feet, mm-hmm. and we've always like, "Oh my god, I love your square feet!" Oh my goodness, Fred Flintstone, we love your square feet. Like, and yeah. bite those toes, and we've said it in this adoring, loving way. Loving yeah. way. And she said, the only thing I don't love, love about myself are my feet and my forehead. Oh. And I'm wondering yes. if something, so just pointing it out right. in this way, even though it was never negative, actually gave her this I don't know. thing to just focus on it and then maybe look at somebody else. I don't know. But yeah. it's so it's funny it's how so we, sensitive. It's sensitive. And I almost just wonder if it's a in part a female thing or if we're just conditioned to always be my husband never ever ever worries about my my husband's in great shape my husband does yeah my husband my my husband husband is is an outlier yeah my husband's in good shape so that he's in great shape but but he also there are times where he's like oh i'm getting a little around the belly but it doesn't stop you know like right it doesn't they don't obsess about i think that's the thing i think women tend to they judge themselves and they rank themselves i think sometimes it's like they will have a you know with they we will have a good day i'll have a good day if i feel like oh i look good today yeah or the scale this is another thing i get on the scale if it's a pound up i'm like ah like you know it could ruin your day it's just a number it's just it's a fact right it's just and there's so so many variables on the scale too so many right so So many you had too much water you ate something you haven't gone to the bed like there are so many variables that we have to take into play take into uh, you know, take into that when you're weigh, quote unquote weighing yourself. But I remember when I was getting married, I got very, very, very thin. And I was just like size two. And it was borderline like a problem. You know, it was an obsession. And I remember getting dressed and catching my back and you could see my ribs. And I was like, <gasps> like I, it scared me. And I looked down, and I'm, but I felt like my legs were still blobby. And I'm like, but my legs are still fat. Like, right. that's a problem. It's a problem. You know? Well, because... Um, because and I don't feel that way now. I really don't care. Like, it doesn't... Uh, it, I, I'm still sensitive to them, but not at that, that extreme. But that's taken a lot of work, number one. Um, I think the culture has changed mm-hmm. into my benefit, which yep. has made me feel more secure, which I think is a positive thing. And, you know, the other thing is I think that we... We get so we we attach a story like Peyton with her forehead. It, you know what? It's just a forehead. Yeah, it's a forehead. Yeah, it's just like they're just all sides. Built like differently. Yeah, like not differently. A, nobody, and you you're always going to want what you don't have. So I would yeah. love to have killer legs. Like to me, I would love to have killer legs, and somebody else might be like, I'd love to have killer abs. I have great right. legs. I'd love to have killer. So yeah. everybody wants what they don't have. Yeah, because, that's true. Also, right? It's like the same thing with people with curly hair want straight hair. People with straight hair want curly right. hair. Right. We want to experience it, I guess. Right, and we just we're just there's 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 this beauty in seeing something that's different than us that we want to covet. It's just right. natural. It's just natural. And, the, you know, people with brown hair want blonde hair. People with blonde hair want brown Like, there's so many of those things that we we want what we don't have. Right. And just love yourself for what you do have. Yeah. And be grateful for 
feeling good, hopefully your health, you know, health first, body second. Yeah. Health first. And if you feel like you aren't happy in your body, don't get obsessive about your body. Get obsessive about your health. Yes. And the body, who cares, right? Yeah. Get obsessive about your health. And it's funny because as you guys have heard me talk about, I embarked on a very strict regiment in um, this year, earlier this year, doing keto. And there were two reasons. One is because I was bloated in all of these places and I couldn't get it off no matter how much I worked out. So some of it was, I don't want to say weight, but like bloatedness. But a bigger part was I was not sleeping well. Mm -hmm. I was not feeling great. And I needed to do something that would work for my energy that's always high and work for my sleep. And I realized that controlling my insulin was a big part of that. And so while... I, I did lose some weight. I also got I just I just wasn't bloated. And right. It was and that more makes a difference. Yeah. Than it was anything yeah. else. And I'm never gonna have the legs that I want. I'm mm-hmm. never I'm, I'm gonna be fifty next year. I'm it's just so different mm-hmm. and that's okay. And I think it's really about feeling good, feeling healthy mm-hmm. and loving yourself for mm-hmm. your bumps and your I have um I have a mole on my nose that my daughter, when I when she was when I, when she was young, would be like, "What? What? That's so ugly, mom. That's why do you have that?" And I have another one on my forehead, and I would go to get my hair colored, and they would like they would try to scrape it off. I'm like, "No, it's a mole," and it made me really self conscious for a very long time. And then I was like, "It just is what it, it just is. is. What it is? Yeah, it, it, it is how I'm built. I'm mm-hmm. built different, mm-hmm. as my daughter always says. So just embrace those things that are so different about you and." It makes you what you get are. the support you need too. Yeah, if if yeah. you're finding that you have really are struggling with your body image, get the support you need. Surround yourself with friends who make you feel good about right. yourself. Don't surround yourself with friends like my 13 year old version of myself did. Right, right. That's right. Someone that was like purposely trying to, you know, to hurt you yeah. or make you feel bad. Yeah. And, and also surround yourself like find a life coach who can yeah. help you or yeah. find a therapist or a health coach who can help you not with your weight but get you a, get you to a place of a good body image it's really important it's, we deserve it we deserve, we deserve it. to feel whole we deserve to feel happy hug your thick thighs mm-hmm. hug your beautiful body hug your big breasts um, hug your small breasts right yeah. and just feel like you love yourself I no almost feel like going out and getting a pair of shorts now to tell you the truth because I'm like now I'm like thinking to myself huh there's some times where I would do something an activity in the summer and I will wear pants you need and shorts. And I need shorts. I can't like go, not that I go hiking very much, but like do something like that. You can't do that in a dress. I, lo- I, I didn't wear shorts for a long time and it really wasn't my legs as much as they were just out of style. And then I was going away. I think I, I was going away with my, my boss at the time and I bought this pair of shorts and because I needed them. And then I was like, oh. I really like mm. this whole short concept. So I bought a couple of shorts, and I still have them. And, and I also have fancy shorts. Oh. Like I have like more like a nicer material that yeah. I've gotten from Ann Taylor yeah. and I've gotten from J. Crew. Right. They're like my dressy shorts. And they look really good, even though you know they look really good with heels. Yeah. So there's just like different things that you can do. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like in my mind the shorts I was wearing when I was 13 when I right. got that comment. Right. They can be any shorts. Yeah. And she's got great legs, by the way. Uh, <laughs> FYI, if you've ever so, if you don't know Mimi's legs, I don't know if you could see our legs fully, but in our photo shoot, 
We both wore these black pants, oh. and Mimi's legs are to die for. Oh, thank so you. So she's you. out of her mind in this thank whole you. leg concept. But that's exactly it, right? You just... You just... You... You... you you see what you, you, you see, don't see the real thing. You see what that, you, and you make a story. It's a story. Yes, it's a story for me that has been on and on and on. You know, and it's like it's really just a story, right? Because right. the way we react to it's the way I'm reacting to it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. I know we're over time because this is a summer short, but I just want to talk a little bit about how do you help yourself get over these stories? Mm. And we have an incredible resource. Mm. That is so simple. It's called the fiction flower. And what the fiction flower is, it's just an image of a flower. And we ask you to print it out twice. Print it because it's so much more powerful when you put pen to paper. Print it out twice. And in the center of the flower, I want you to put the fact. And you're going to really have to push yourself for what the fact is. Because in so many cases, so the fact for this is I have legs. Yes. That's the fact. Yes. I have legs. Yeah. And so that's the fact and you put it in the center and every petal around there I want you to tell I want you to put the story you've been telling yourself about your legs. That my legs are fat, they have cellulite, they're short, I have medoxy. That's what I always say to myself because <laughs> I have three. Um, they wiggle, they're not attractive, they don't look good in shorts, whatever that is. Then you're going to do the same exercise again, and in the middle, you're going to put, I have legs. That's your fact, because your fact doesn't change. But instead, for each petal, we want you to put things that support the fact that you have legs in a positive light. Right. I have legs. I can walk. That's right. I have legs. I can support myself. I can live my life. I have legs to exercise, to get healthy, and to stay healthy. Right. I have legs that look great in pants Mm -hmm. i have legs that whatever that is i have a great ass because i do yeah (laughs) there you go (laughs) so those are the things we want you to do and it's an incredible tool for you so if you have a moment we we um we actually, if you want to see how it works, go to the restingmind.com and watch the video on the Today Show mm-hmm. because we talk about the um, fiction flower and how it works, and then we'll have the we'll put the links in, in the, the show notes. in the show notes as yes. well. Jackie gave me the finger, like, hold up, wait, let me finish my thought. She's right. She's right. <laughs> Can I just tell a very quick story about how I use the fiction flower with my husband John? Yes. Okay. I love this story. So. Um, my husband, he's got a really stressful job, and a lot of times he comes home from work and he's like screaming at the top of his lungs. It's just the way he, he vents. Yeah, I was gonna say relaxes, but the way he just kind of you know decompresses, right? And it's his so, processing. It's his processing. Actually. It is. It really is, right? So, um, he would come home, and I would hear like the door close, and I would, in my mind, I was like, my story would start. Ah. Oh, this guy, I got to listen to this again, blah, blah, blah. He's always so negative. It's my, it's all a story. So I trained myself, doesn't always work, but I trained myself when he comes in the door and he starts. The fact is man speaking loudly. <laughs> That's the fact. All the other stuff, he's annoying. Why do I have to listen to this? Go get, you know, whatever. He's, he's negative. He's he complains negative. all the time. That is. It's a story. Yeah. It's a story. It's not the fact. The fact is man speaking loudly. Yeah. So so what so um, find your fact, write your fiction stories that you've been telling yourself, do it again and give yourself all new stories that support a fact that is positive because ladies, we deserve to 
really love ourselves fully and really embrace all that we are, um, literally warts and all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moles Exa- and all, I yeah. would say for myself. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All right, ladies. We love that you stayed with us till the end. If you haven't joined our community, Just Gen X, Talking Business, Career, and Life on Facebook, please come over and do so. We talk a lot about everything from career to business to life to nostalgia. We do live coaching. And our our goal and our mission is to help you make money and get the success that you want in life and whatever that looks like and we can help you get there yes we did say make money and we're not going to apologize we're not going to apologize for that all right ladies until next week cheers to your magnificence if you like this episode leave us a review it'll help more gen x ladies find us so they can make their life magnificent magnificent